Kia ora team, this is episode 19 of the JP Talker Show and I got to talk to New Fellow, New and I've known each other for quite a long time and we've talked about doing this uh, for nearly, I think for two years and uh, we finally got around to uh, to catching up and just hearing New's story and he's got a little bit of a take, different take on life and having to deal with uh, adversity. I think um, of anyone I know, he's had to deal with probably the most adversity and um, has weathered a pretty tough storm. And uh, I think while he draws motivation from a lot of people, I draw a lot from him. And he does inspire a lot of people, even though he probably, um, as he'll tell you, is just doing um, what he thinks is the right thing to do and uh, just doing his very best. So, look, please enjoy uh, this story with Nufilo and... Um, Look, it gets a little bit emotional in there. I'll, I will give you a warning, but uh, do uh, feel free to reach out to either Nu or myself if you um, have any questions or would like to reach out to Nu. And um, if you think you need a little bit of help, he would be more than happy to do that for you. Enjoy this episode with uh, Nu Fellow. Welcome to the JP Talker Show. Afternoon, new. Welcome to the JP Topper Show. It's uh, it's been a while. We've been talking about trying to get this one across the line for a bit, and our calendars have aligned. And you're here, mate. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, two years, man. Two years. I think um, I think I was listening to uh, Makai Ka, so that was episode four. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I I think I listened to it um, before bed, and then uh, we took it haircut, and then um, sorry text me and it was like hey you should do the jp talk uh, podcast yeah. and then about five minutes later you, you text me so i was like oh shit um yeah so that was two years ago yeah i, I had a bit of a break in between yeah. uh, obviously i had uh, had annabelle and, and work's been pretty busy but uh mate awesome to get you in here and you're knee deep and we're just saying invictus games october 20th so you've got oh, probably just a little bit less than four weeks of prep now before uh before competing yeah, yeah, but uh, about, about a month ago, so uh, that's about uh, four and a half weeks of training, uh, which is good because I have a bench uh, bench press comp uh, next Saturday, um, so it, it kind of works out well. Now, mate, this is your second or third? Third, yeah. Third, third in Vickers Games, mate, and um, look, it's 10 o'clock back, so... You're a, what category are you in at the games? Um, so I I compete um, in rowing and powerlifting. Yep. Um, so with, with the rowing, the rowing is a one minute row and also a four minute row. And with the powerlifting, yep. it's just a bench press. So uh, it's a para bench. So you're lying on top of the bench with your feet uh, on top of the bench. It's quite a thick uh, bench. It's like like a stretcher, like a massage bed. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so it's a one rep max. And, um, yeah, and uh, also competing in uh, wheelchair rugby, wheelchair basketball, um, and some throwing events, so shot put and discus. Have you done shot and discus before? No, so what happens is you, you tick every box every yep. year, yep. and it depends if you can get to them. Yeah. Uh, most most of the times your your events will clash. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Invictus Games is about 
it's about the journey. So it's about using sports uh, to get back on your feet. So um, yeah, so you it's it's set up by Prince Harry. So in 2013, he went to the Warrior Games, which is a U US only games. Yep. And um, what they do is it's um, using sports to get back on their feet. So he he took that concept and built a World Games. Yep. And um, so it's uh, injured, sick, and wounded yep. uh, soldiers and ex-soldiers. Yep. And and for you personally, so you've had some pretty good results. Um, you've seen some pretty high expectations. The bench press being your favourite event? Yeah, the bench press was kind of like my, my primary event yep. because yep. Um, I, I was actually training for rowing a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was just getting stronger. Yeah. And then I wanted, I just checked out what they were doing at yep. Paralympics yep. and uh, there was no rowing events at the time. So um, there is a para bench. Yep. So I just changed my discipline. So I train uh, like primarily for yep. for the bench, yep. and um, you know that the goal for me is just to go to the Paralympics. For Mate, the shirt's looking pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> across the chest and across the arms. What's uh, what are you putting away on the bench at the moment? Uh, at the moment, uh, one sixty. So I I pressed a one sixty yep. at the Central Districts in um, yep. Palmy yep. about. Uh, Couple, uh, about a couple months ago, yeah. and the kind of training I'm on, it's um, like an old school Soviet training, and y you don't train, you're not doing a 160 every day or every week, yeah. and you're kind of working to percentages, yeah. and, and the ranges are like a one, one to five, and you're doing different um, like accessories, so you might do um, board presses, where, where you're putting like a, like timber, yeah. just on your chest, yeah. and you're pressing, and then you you also um, uh, attach chains to the side as well, yeah. so you have a chain day, so um, they, they just um, do a lot of accessories and lots of volume, and that just helps you um, uh, become powerful in different parts of that bench. What, what's with the chains? I see like lots of league, league guys are always doing bench with chains, you don't see it so much in rugby though. Yeah, so chains is um, the focus is um, when you unwrap, so you 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 need to hold still at the top, and so you're retracting your shoulders, and it just if you can hold that chain, you know it, it, it helps you with competition as well. Yeah. Yep. When you come down, all the weight will be on the ground, so yep. you you'll have like the whole chain on the ground. Yeah. And as you press, as you go up, it starts getting heavier and heavier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, it, 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 yeah, accessories are, are, are for um, the different movements of, yeah. of the chain because it, it's quite, it's a real complex um, uh, like lift yeah. and compared to the um, squat and the, and the deadlift. Yeah. Um, apparently, I mean, I, I don't deadlift or squat, but yeah. uh, everyone that comes and, and sees me every day, they, yeah. they see they say bench is probably the hardest to train for. Yeah, and um, just in terms of the bench itself, because it's what all guys love to do, what were you lifting when you first started, like four years ago? No, I'd, I'd, I'd never put more than 100 on yep. the bench. If I was, you know, I'd just go to the Smith, uh, Smith uh, machine. Yeah. But I'd just, I'd never go more than 100. 
and I had not, no idea what um, like powerlifting was. Yeah, I just thought powerlifting and bodybuilding and all that stuff was yeah. the same. So yeah. um, I'll chuck sixty on, and yeah. I'll be like twenty. You know, yeah. I'll be doing twenty, and yeah. you know, I think I'm getting stronger. And yeah. it's kind of different, yeah. different kind of training. So yeah. uh, didn't really find that out until uh, I walked into Powerhouse last yeah. year. And since you've been to Powerhouse, it's been. A, I see some of your videos and you're training with those guys. They're pretty serious. Um, are there any other guys um, uh, well, competing or disabled? Uh, no, not not at Powerhouse, but yeah. the the coach there does um, train a guy named Matt Gordon who just yeah. um, competed. He was at Worlds, like um, sorry, not Worlds. I think it was the Oceanas, yeah. um, which were in Japan. Yep. And that was last week or the yep. week before. Yep. So yeah, so Matt Matt Gordon's uh, one of our power, uh, power bench lifters, and yep. he he competes on the world stage. Yep. Yeah. My dad's cousin went to the Paralympics for bench press. Bruce oh. Bruce Tucker from uh, Waikato. Oh, the man. And he he did like a hundred and he was doing about one hundred and sixty as well, like mm-hmm. one hundred sixty one eighty. Like yeah. he's not a big dude. Yeah. Um, he had a surfing accident and. Um, He's unfortunately been able to walk for a long time, but um, he's also been uh, chef de mission as well and of Paralympics for, oh, wow. for a long time. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just I was, I was doing a little bit of research and I just popped into my yeah, head. Yeah. How how heavy is, is? Oh, Bruce would be shit. He's, he's um, sorry, mate. If you're listening, oh, well, he would have been. I don't know. In his eighty, in eight, eighty kgs. Oh, that's, that's really strong. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, because I weigh hundred. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, one sixty is probably um, not going to get you to the Paris. Yep. So you want to be lifting like at that elite level, so around two hundred. So holy yeah, so shit. that's the guy. There's a guy who got the national bench yep. uh, record. He, he trains at Powerhouse as well um, in the one hundred fives, and he I think the record was one ninety, and he I think he opened up. Um, <laughs> 205 yeah. yeah so and he weighs how much 104 like yeah yeah so under 105 yeah so he's oh, about 104 do you reckon that some people are naturally just good at bench press yeah i think people um are kind of just built for it because eh? yeah. um you you think about the distance from your chest yeah. to you know fully extended yeah. um some of us have long arms there eh? yeah. and um if you can get like a big big arch yeah um, it's a, it's a it's a short travel like, yeah. So, so yeah. Obviously, know. you've got you know, you're <laughs> missing half a leg, so you can't get a big arch. No. So then you what? You'll be six foot. Yeah. So you've got yeah. quite a long way to go. Yeah. 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 So definitely, uh, there's some people who are built for the uh, for the bench here. Yeah. yeah. And mate, look, um, you're at Invictus Games. You had a. But you had a, a like a, a training incident in the army, and mm-hmm. um, you've lost like probably just was well, just above the knee. Uh, below the knee. Just yeah, below the knee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, you've obviously got a prosthetic now. Um, mate, when when that happened, and um, I know there's it was a bit of a journey to that, but there was a obviously a bit of a gap between the, the that incident happening and then you going to Victor's Games. Can you sort of take us back a little bit and explain what happened? Yeah, sure. Um, so. Uh, basically getting ready for a shoot. Yeah. 
Um, so in the military, we do um, we do a shoot called uh, Peer's Fire Maneuver, and you're just pepper potting, right? So yeah. you shoot, uh, and you're 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 covering your mate. He's going forward. Yeah. Uh, and then he props. He shoots, and then uh, you're going forward. So you you build that from from pair to um, to section level, um, and that that's a shoot well done. Um, but at the end of the shoot, we had a lot of ammo left. So um, uh, we're shooting with uh, an M72. So uh, you'll probably see those rocket launchers in um, Rambo and all those yep. '80s movies. Um, yeah, so um, we kind of we call it a, a yippee, where you just um, fire off all your rounds. Yep. Like, so you you'll you'll get you know allocation of rounds yep. and um, ammunition, and you just fire them off at the end of the day. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that was actually in the training program, but yep. um, it's kind of it's a morale boosting thing. Yep. So yep. you know everyone's happy, like. Cool, finished up our rounds. And then, yeah, so we shoot some M72. So when the rocket hits the ground, the rocket should blow up, right? So yeah. uh, there was one rocket from our shoot that was on the ground. And um, we were medics, I think. We were, yeah, so there was a medics, drivers, um, there's also tankies there, so all, all different um, cores. And um, we're like, hey man, uh, can you come and help us clean up? So one of the medics picked up the round. Uh, so it, well, when, the, when the round hits the ground and it doesn't explode, we call them blinds. Yep. So um, the procedure is you, you see something on the ground, like a shell, yep. and you mark it, and you tell your, your um, superior, you say, hey, Ground. There's a round on the ground. You need to um, blow it up. Yeah. Someone qualified comes and blows it up. They yeah. they shut down the site and um, they blow it up. But yeah. Um, yeah, that was a mess. So the round was packed up into a um, a sack, potato sack, like chucked on the on the on the truck. Yeah. And you know when you throw rubbish on yeah. the truck, you just chuck it on there. So you got you know. A bomb, we'll call it a bomb, um, just so people understand. So it's on, it's on the truck. Um, and you load up the truck with the men, yeah. <laughs> and you're traveling down the, down the yeah. hill, and, and the, um, you, you, you've been to Wairu? Yeah. So, you know, the ground there, is, it's, you know, it's uneven, so, yeah. you know, a lot of bumps. Yeah. So it's just, you know, the rubbish at the back is probably just bouncing up and down. Um, and I think because how the rubbish was probably orientated yeah. it was probably sitting on its tail Jesus. so it's just bouncing yep. up and down all the way to the bottom uh, so you know what do you do when you get to the bottom of the hill you chuck the rubbish off eh? so chuck the rubbish off and it's all just in a pile and um, my sergeant he just comes up to me and he's like, um, so I deployed to Waru that time. Yeah. Um, 
as a tour asset. Yeah. And I was a private, so I wasn't um, I wasn't promoted. I was just one of the boys. Yeah. So he comes up to me and he, he's like, "Hey, get someone on your shit list. Yeah. Tell them to pick their shit up." And I was like, oh. <laughs> so you're like, trying oh. to do the right. You're yeah, already yeah. trying to do the right thing. I and I was like, oh yeah. man. Uh, so I just went out to one of the boys, and I was like, hey, let's pick this rubbish up. So the first um, bag he picks up, he empties it, and then bang. So yeah, so lying on the ground, and um, I, I just remember we were next to the ammo, so yep. at the at the bottom of the hill. Uh, we had like we call it our admin area, and that's like where you sleep. Yeah, uh, and it's got an ammo area as well. And then uh, I remember the ammo was to the left, so I just thought straight away I was like, oh okay, something's going off in the ammo area. So I was on the ground because I was fully conscious at yeah. the time. Um, but yeah, so there was a, like a red yellow um, flash. I saw straight away and lost my hearing for a bit yeah. and I can just see like guys mouths like moving yeah just moving around and I was like oh what's going on so it took it took me a while like I was I was conscious but confused yeah you know and um, yeah just saw the boys walking around looking lost something looking lost and um, yeah and uh, Medic, remember the medic comes up to me, starts patting my my legs, and um, you know, starts seeing blood. So they were they were pretty good, like, like really yeah. calm at the yeah. time. Yeah. And um, some of the guys just stood up, and um, it was getting dark at the time, so um, the guys had to turn the lights on on the on the vehicles, uh, just on on the accident side. So I was just lying on the ground and uh, I knew something was wrong. Uh, and then I looked at my legs and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, you know, I saw blood. So I started feeling around and um, started panicking, you because know, I went to, I went out. So me and uh, one of the boys, we went out. Uh, we came down to Wellington, got, got on the piss and just had a good time um yeah so um when i got hit and i was lying on the ground the first thing i was thinking about thinking about was oh man i can't go out i'm injured yeah i'm, I'm injured point. i can't go out with just the like out of my knee or something yeah and i was like man and um just lying there and all those thoughts were coming on yeah. and um i started thinking about girls as well i was single yeah. 24 young single and I was like man you know I was like just thinking about girls and, and yeah. drinks and yeah. going out with the boys and all those all those things that, that kind of social impact that that hit me straight away yeah um, so yeah so the medic and this is important because the first thing the medic said to me was um, however you think Whatever you're thinking about now, make sure, you know, try and think about something happy. And um, I just started thinking about family and stuff. Yeah. And um, it was working. So I was like panicking at the yeah. time. And then yeah. 
I just started thinking about like the good times and I was like I started to calm down yeah and um, so what I do is I start grabbing my knees <laughs> yeah and I'm looking yeah. up and there's blood and yeah. I was like oh no but there's blood there yeah I grabbed my guts yeah. and I grabbed my chest and I was like and I was like sweet so it's all coming together yeah, yeah. and then I grabbed my balls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I grabbed my balls, I just moved it around, and it was there. So I was like, oh. I just, you know, it just felt good. So, but the important thing was like, for those first couple of years of of that rehab recovery was, whenever whenever you're down, you just thought about the the, the happy things in yeah. in your life, and yeah. and then things were okay. It was kind of ha- like a mini hack until. Um, yeah, and, and and those first initial years, yeah. Do you um, do you still keep in touch with the the guy, the medic, who um, who first came to you on the ground? Yeah, still do, still do. He he actually won a, uh, a medal, so um, he's currently in um, in Early Beach in, in yeah. Queen, Queensland at the moment. So um, no, yeah, he he does a really good job, eh? Because you know, you train, you train for all this stuff, and you train for like medevacs and stuff. Yeah. And like when the when the shit hits the fan, you train for all of it, but um, you don't know how you re- react until you actually yeah. go through it. So I, I kind of think I had an easy part because I was just I just had to lie there, and um, you know, and. The guys, you know, there were some guys who, who were like, just panicked and, yeah, um, yeah, and and um, the medic, who, um, who looked after me then, um, you know, he he stood up. Uh-huh. Do you think he probably saved your life? Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I remember having lots of morphine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they they told me I couldn't have morphine. I think um, not just yet, and um, I was I wasn't allowed to drink as well. I think because I think yeah. Th- yeah. So yeah, I think the medic kept. Um, I think I was stealing water from somewhere. I was, I was lying there grabbing some someone's uh, water bottle. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So um, it was a great job by the medic on the day just to. Do, do his job and um, you know he would have seen blood everywhere bones and bones shattered um, you know and it would have been a, quite a bloody job yeah. for him just to just to stay composed like he know he can see um, he can see blood there but he's just going through his um, his ABCs his you know list, yeah. yeah his checklist so uh, checking, checking his vitals and stuff. Yep. My vitals. So, were you the only one injured? No, no. Uh, so directly behind me. So how the rounds are designed is, once the M seventy two hits the ground, the blast goes one way. So behind me was my sergeant, and um, he got hit just, just around the carotid and missed his carotid artery. So wow. just missed it. So. Yep. He was quite lucky, um, and um, when I was sitting, when I was lying in the hospital, hospital, yep. he used to come, 
you know, come with all those cables and, yeah. you know, everything attached to all yeah. those machines. Yeah. And um, he, could, he couldn't actually speak as well. So he's, he was getting um, fed by a cord and yeah. um, uh, his wife had to translate what he was trying to say. Yeah. And he had a whiteboard, yeah. whiteboard as well. And um, he was in the hot hospital yeah. as well. We were both in the plastic plastics ward for about four weeks. Yeah. And um, I got sent to the rehab uh, ward in the hut um, just four weeks um, into my um, accident. Yeah. So you had about eight weeks, two or three months sort of in hospital? Yeah, t uh, eight weeks in hospital. And um, yeah, so I spent my 25th birthday there. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the process? coming out of hospital I mean like we there can't be many like training incidents like this happen in New Zealand or like this. <coughs> yeah so um, yeah so there is no rehab program yeah. or any kind of like transition into like another job yeah. so um, I was in the infantry and um, once you get injured they get rid of you yeah. pretty much um, they give you what you're entitled to, so yeah. they give you all your super. Yeah. Uh, they make sure uh, your medical's okay, and yeah. uh, I mean get get rid of you. It's kind of harsh, but um, that's they took their boxes right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what's in law uh, on on in military law. So yeah. the the PAMs that they go by and the VOLs. Um, are all um, like probably like post Vietnam, you know? Yeah. The the that old. Yeah. So um, there was just no updates uh, in between that time. So that was two thousand and six. Yeah. Yeah, and you know would be home. I was home from Vietnam for uh, nearly forty yeah. years. So yeah. 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 Mate, I've talked to you a little bit about this before, but. Um, as you sort of point out, look, there was they followed what their process was, which was probably an outdated process, and look, I know things have changed now. But for you personally, coming out of hospital, no longer in the military, and you're like, holy shit, I'm now, you know, I've got my crutches, um, I'm pretty messed up. What was going through your mind, and did you think you had a future? And and you know, it must have been also like hard to motivate yourself to to do anything. Yeah, so what the medic said to me when I when I was lying down. Um, so if I had a bad day, I'd go back to um, just figure something happy. Uh, just figure you know the good times in your life, and and you'll you know be okay. So I, t I say that to mini hack because it kind of worked until it. You know, didn't work. Yeah. So it, it did last for two years. Um, so I had my accident in 2006, and as soon as my, my accident happened, they said, 2007, you'll come back to Linton, yeah. and we'll sign you up for Massey, or yeah. you can go anywhere, yeah. any university in New Zealand, yeah. you can go. So I was like, cool, get to come back home, go to yeah. Vic. So I get back to to work, um, so and um, they give me a desk job. 
yeah. yeah. So I'm in this test job, and they're like, okay, you're in this test job. We're going to work on your rehab this year. Yeah. You know, because I, I wasn't, I was walking about 100 metres. That's, yeah. that's all I can walk. And um, walk on your rehab. And uh, once you're walking, we'll get you, not running, but um, uh, we'll get you up to a, a fitness standard where you can um, stay on like a spin bike or a running yeah. machine for about 30 minutes. And yeah. I was like, cool, yeah. sounds good. And then we'll send you to uni next year. And I was like, that's, that's awesome. That sounds like a plan. And then, you know, do that whole year, 2007, come back, 2008, and then, yeah, go to uni. No, no, there's no uni. So get back to work in uh, 2008, and um, it's like, oh, yeah, um, there's no no uni yet, but uh, we're, we're, we're working on a plan um, what was going on in the background was my my boss, my CEO, commanding officer, officer John Howard. He was taking this um, like rehab program down to Wellington. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, you know, NZDF don't have a like recognised rehab program. Why don't we Why don't we create one?" So he actually had a plan, and it was um, getting better. Uh, and then it was education, and then there was a secondment in one of the divisions, and then um, once I'm ready, they'll, they'll send me off. Um, and also therapy as well, seen as like, um, but what was going on uh, was Wellington uh, headquarters were like, no, you know, just turning them away. Yeah. So when it came to 20, uh, 2008, he was leaving. So John Howard was, um, uh, yeah, he, he was leaving the battalion. So it was a ch- changeover in, yeah. in commander. So, um, yeah, so John Howard was like, fuck it, we're going to do our own shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he created like a fund. So he was like funneling... Um, money from like ammunition uh, like ammunition money yeah. so some of our um, some of our exercises in battalion um, they cost like hundred hundred and thousands um, there's, there's an, an exercise that's a million dollars yeah um, what are those rockets those javelin rockets they it's like fire one of those a year, yeah like yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> We only fire one a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the scale of yeah. New Zealand Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he was like creating this fund um, to, to send me away to uni. So I didn't know what was going on in the background. And I, I just started, started to panic because um, they had me in a desk job doing a manager's job. And um, I was private. So uh, a manager is a sergeant which has had three promotions. Yeah. And... I wasn't even promoted, so yeah. I was like, man, I'm working with all these sergeants, like, <laughs> yeah. what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, you know, and doing a lot of work and wasn't getting paid for it. Like, I was still getting paid um, private money, yeah. but, you know, it, it came to, like, okay, got a, I need a promotion, but they couldn't promote me because I couldn't 
passing RFL. Yeah. So uh, RFL is um, just our annual fitness test. Yeah. We have to run uh, 2.4K, yeah. uh, and it's about 30 press-ups. Yeah. And about, I think it's about 80 sit-ups. Yeah. So yeah, so they couldn't promote me, they couldn't give me higher duties allowance yeah. because you can only get um, higher duties allowance if you're doing uh, a job like one level up. Yeah. But I was doing a job three levels up. So So they just weren't really equipped at the time yeah. to deal with a situation, right? Yeah. Like yeah. So I started asking questions, what's going on? What's happening with my yeah. career? Yeah. Like, come on, what's, what happened to education? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, I managed to make it to Labor Day, Labor Day, and I went away. Uh, so Labor Weekend, we have about a week off. Yeah. And um, uh, it just started to get really bad. So um, what was going on was all the questions uh, just, it was too too hard to handle because there was no answers coming back. Yeah. So had all these faults coming in, yep. didn't know how to, to um, control them. Um, so uh, I was up one night, just in bed, uh, and I was up uh, probably for about four weeks, just, you know, my mind's going crazy. And, um, you know, and yeah, and that that's, that is deep depression there. Yeah. Um, but did you know at the time? Did you realize at the time? Didn't didn't know what what depression was, yeah. um, and part of the problem was uh, you, I I hadn't been in depression yeah. yet. So um, when you have an accident, and then you have all those thoughts that come in straight away, that's PTSD. So when I was lying on the ground, as soon as I had my accident, and I started thinking about uh, going out with the boys, being single. Yeah. Um, my balls. Um, that that's PTSD. Yeah. So, um, if you can manage your PTSD, then you won't go into deep depression. Yeah. And I didn't know how to handle it. Uh, so in two thousand and seven, they sent me to see a psych. So I was doing therapy, and um, the first uh, sessions that I was having was trying to teach me about. Um, acceptance so accepting that it's it's happened you can't change it and um, I kept going back to him and I was like maybe there was time when I was like five years old and I you know I stole something from uh, stole some money from dad's uh, jacket you know yeah so I kept coming up with all these maybe it was that time I got suspended at uh, Cole you know <laughs> when uh, me and Timmy and you know Kane Thompson robbed the <laughs> robbed the canteen. So, so it's not the first time those names <laughs> mentioned on my podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> I kept I kept thinking about all the bad things I, I um, did when I when I grew up, and um, the first stages of, of therapy was trying to learn about um, acceptance, and um, he was telling me all the right things. But I do you just, ever accept it though? Like, yeah. it's like the say you you don't never get over, you know, someone really close to you dying. Do you yeah. really ever accept that? Fuck that 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 round went off and your leg got blown up. Like, do you have to accept it? Have you accepted it now, or do you just move on? Yeah, it's it's hard thing, eh? Like, I've 
I've accepted that it's happened, but you, you're still going to have those dark days where you're pissed off, right? Yeah. So you, I'm going to think of like there's so much like so many different variations of the accident that could have happened. Yeah. Um, and um, I kind of get the replay when I'm in bed uh, of the accident, and then when I'm in bed, I think about. Like um, just my 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 career uh, 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 in the army and what I did before that, so acceptance is hard, man. Like, yeah, yeah I I don't think you can ever um, get through acceptance. I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna keep coming back to you. Yeah. So, um, I have accepted that it has happened, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really hard. You'd always be probably, pissed off, yeah. Right, but yeah. Yeah, I can kind of understand that. Like, I, um, and people say you got to move on, and I think that's bullshit. You're never going to move on. It's just mm. it's got. Is it about being able to go day to day? Yeah. So, so the next thing he taught me yeah. about was um, trailblazing. So trailblazing is about. Um, so I had the questions coming in. And um, the thoughts are coming in as well, as well. And um, being a trailblazer, I needed to follow up what was going on. So, um, yeah. So that that's that was really hard at the time it, because there's nothing on paper. There's no fund for a rehab program. Yeah. So there's no way you can, yeah, at, at, at that time, like, um, it's pretty hard to be a trailblazer if there's no answers. Yeah. So um, it kind of feels like I, I had to go through depression yeah. before I was able to um, know how to handle it. Yeah. Do they, do you, do you think that they... Um would they do things differently now? Would their process be different now? Still trying. Yeah, still yeah. trying, yeah. yeah. There hasn't been any like major changes, but um, I've been invited to um, a few like uh, rehab programs yeah. where they, or like conferences where they talk about, they get someone who's had an accident and they, t they invite um, like ACC and all these other yeah. providers to come in. Um, and they just help them understand um, what's going on and stuff. So I've been invited to talk at those, and I've I've I've, I've, I've tried to um, share my story, but um, yeah. I think that they're getting a bit of traction there. But <laughs> you know, it's such a subject, right? Yeah, I can yeah, understand yeah. Probably some some legal issues or whatnot. But Mate, going through that hard time though, when was the breakthrough moment that you sort of um, felt like you're making progress? Um, so it's it's understanding your your cycle. So um, when um, when I went through uh, depression, um, I actually went through twice, and um, in two thousand and twelve. I left the military, and um, when I left the military, um, 
I saw the psych again just before I left. And he was like, okay, you need to get a job. You need to, um, you need to go to the gym, make sure you keep busy. Um, you know, do all those things, those mini hacks that I was doing before depression. Um, so I actually went back into de uh, depression because um, nothing was happening when I, when I left the military. Um, and that's scary, man. So I was in the military for 10 years and, you know, you have a, like a security blanket. So, um, you know, your unit has your back, basically. And your accommodation sorted, food yeah, sorted, everything sorted. sorted. Yeah. So when you leave, it's like, oh man, you know, you're paying for medicals yeah. and it slowly starts to, to hit you. And, um, you know, I was applying for jobs and stuff and yeah. wasn't getting any yeah. any calls, sending yeah. out my CVs, yeah. you know, walking door to door. Um, you know, I was with my partner and I, you know, just started being being a dick to her, you know, it's yeah. just um, really changed me at the time, man. Um, that um, started to um, have, you know, shouting contests with, with uh, my partner and yeah. stuff and, uh, you know, I pushed her away and, um, and um, just wasn't dealing with it and didn't know how to deal with it. Um, so I think when I went through depression in 2008, what what actually got me through was there was an answer for the rehab program. So they said, hey, we're sending you to Wellington in 2009 to study. So I was like, oh, cool. But um, I didn't really deal with the depression issues. Yeah. And um, when I went back into depression in 2012, I learnt a, a model called the T model. So a T model is the thoughts, emotions and actions. So uh, your thoughts lead to your emotions, which lead to your actions. And at the time, um, my actions were um, going to the gym at the time and those are like mini hacks but they're not yeah. real answers yeah. and the other one was alcohol so um, so I was drinking like a lot in, in 2008 um, I was going to work Monday and then I was okay and then you get to the end of the week and then you have all these problems so I'd go away and drink them away yeah. And then I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, no more problems. And then you, then you get back to work on Monday and they come back. You're like, hey, yeah. this kind of works, but yeah. it doesn't. So you're on that cycle. So I had to learn that cycle of, yeah. of, of my actions. So all I had to do, and it's really easy, is just encounter the, the, the thoughts. Yeah. So um, the trailblazer thing, I kind of just changed that to burn the question. So whenever questions come in now, it's like, oh, cool, burn the questions. Sweet, it's easy. So when you think of burning the question, do you think about it like setting the question on fire? Like, is that what you mean? And like telling it to, to go away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you actually have to encounter and, and face those problems. And what I was doing at the time was, uh, if it wasn't like the mini hacks, like the drink and the alcohol, uh, the alcohol in the gym, 
um, they were getting stored um, like I think I've heard you talk about it where on, on a podcast where you can put everything into the recycling bin right yeah yeah so what I'll, is yeah. Similar. yeah so what I was doing was I was putting everything into a recycling bin but I was emptying the, the bin as well yeah. so because I would empty the bin um, I'd think the problems go away but they don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so now with, with, with the problems that come in um, you actually have to deal with them when they come in right yeah so it's 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 pretty easy like dealing with depression now I, I haven't been in I haven't been back to those those deep uh, depression days since um, 2012 yeah so yeah do you ever have um, well it's a now um, but do you ever have a um, just a, a shit few days and you sort of catch yourself and you go you, you like have a routine that you do have a shit couple of days or you're not having some of those thoughts you apply the, the T model and, and move forward or is there something else that you do yeah so it's what I do now is is my my training so yeah um, my drive at the moment is my training and what that does is um, it helps me with depression so when I when I go into the gym now um, so people ask me about uh, Victor's games and um, and my bench comp next week um, I kind of keep things simple now so I don't really think too much of um, uh, of the games um, uh, because ga- uh, the games is kind of like the destination, yeah. and when I go into the gym, um, it helps me think about the process, and that's perfect for depression as well. So I'm, I'm, fi- I'm you know, I'm being present, thinking about the now, and um, yeah. So I kind of had those hacks and stuff during you know those early days, and I just didn't know how to format them. Yeah. into like an actual routine so yeah. um yeah i don't i i don't have any dark days anymore yeah. so i just as long as i keep active yeah and keep thinking about the now and and being present then i'm pretty good that's pretty awesome man that's yeah and it, that's a hard story to tell as well <laughs> it's not that's not <laughs> an easy story to tell and and mate you're um you're a role model for lots of people now and we're just talking about You've um, been to three. Oh no, you come up your third, aren't you? Yep. Yep. And you've met Prince Harry. I've seen a selfie. Uh, <laughs> I, I think yeah. I mean, he, Prince Harry just kind of <laughs> he kind of just comes around like he's just yeah. one of the guys. Yeah. Like um, you'll you'll have a uh, like a mess hall, and he'll just come yeah. up to you, come up to your table, just speak to you. He'll come to your training, so yeah. you'll be training away, and he just randomly pops yeah. into the gym. Yeah. Or he'll be at the pool and stuff, yeah. and he'll just come up to you have a yeah. chat. Um, so yeah, so he's he's more talking to the the group group and yeah. stuff. But um, I've been really yeah yeah so yeah that's claim it yeah I've met him. You met Megan Markle from Suits as well. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, so we're at Invictus last year, um, they made the appearance, the public appearance, um, at the Invictus Games um, and the event was I think the wheelchair tennis New Zealand versus 
um, Australia, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was actually late to the event, so I got there and um, it's all cordoned off and I'm like, what's going on? And um, look on the other side, all these cameras and stuff and um, I'm just thinking, you know, semi-final, okay. Um, <laughs> there will be a yeah. semi-final of the tennis. Yeah, so I we go over to my side uh, where all the team is, and yeah. I can't get in because it's, it's too full. So I go over to the family supporters side yeah. and, and where, the, where the players were. And um, I was with Mary and Brooke. Um, so Mary's my partner, and Brooke's my flatmate so she's she's like family now so but she's my fa uh, flatty from London yeah and um, yeah so we go around to the other side and um, they're like oh sorry you can't come in so guys were dressed up in uh, black polos and yeah. stuff and you know like the headsets yeah yeah, yeah 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 glasses I'm like are these guys this too? Is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah so uh, they, they were saying, oh, you can't sit here. And then one guy comes up to me and he was like, hey, you can have my seat. So the guy that grab, grabbed us was the head of security. And um, he was like, hey, you guys can sit here. So we sat on the concrete. So if you have a look at the photo, on, it's on Facebook. It's um, We're actually not sitting. I think I'm sitting on seat, on, on the seat, but yeah. Mary and Brooke are yeah. actually on, on that concrete. So, yeah, um, yeah. and then... We're just sitting down chilling, and then uh, Megan and uh, Harry come in. But I, I that 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 photo, like I actually didn't know they were coming in. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like, planned. Yeah, was yeah. I was up. like, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah. just having a laugh and a bit yeah. of banter on Facebook. But I, I, I had no idea what was going on. Mate, what are the uh, look? I know you talk about the journey, but. You like to, I know you like to win. What are your goals? What do you hope to achieve for the next Olympics Games? Um, yeah, <laughs> so I, I think if I, so we we've been lucky to have um, Sophie Pascoe, um, yeah. and she the way she said it was when she's, I hope I don't get this wrong, but um, she thinks about it as running her own race. So even. Even though she got gold one year, she was still disappointed because she didn't race as fast as she, you know she, her times were better um, in in training. So um, I I kind of look look at it at the same as well as uh, as long as I can um, improve and um, build towards um, you know a bigger bench, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be able to because um, the the end goal is going to Paralympics. Yeah as well so um that that's my goal and um yeah so i i kind of treat it the same as, as as running your own race yeah that's kind of cool you're sort of measuring yourself really within your own ability right if you're mm. like i i guess there's probably a period where guys are competing against like usain bolt or for if there's someone like a mo farah that you know you need you want to win but you never you're actually going to win but you want to obviously do your best and then yeah. that's if you know if you've done your best, then you can yeah. tip the box and say, oh, I've actually, yeah. I've succeeded. So, so medals are a bonus, um, but um, if, you, if, you, if you can like, run your own, own race and, and win, you, yep. you, you probably will get a medal. Yep. Yeah. You just mentioned Sophie Pascoe. Who else is, um, 
has inspired you or, or do you look up to? Um, inspire, oh, inspire is hard, eh? Inspire is hard. Motivation is hard to kind of like internalize. Like I've I've had a, an accident, right? And um, a lot of people kind of ask me, oh, who who do you look up to and stuff like that? And I'm like, don't want to sound like a dick, but I kind of just the fuel for all my training and the drivers comes from my accident, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Every, all those hard times and um, the, you know, lying in Wahoo, lying in, um, in the hospital bed and going through depression, that, that was that was pretty hard. So, um, yeah, so I kind of just get the fuel from that. To, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Mate, what, what if, uh, if I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, if you could, um, I haven't asked this one for a little while, but if you if you were sent to a remote island mm-hmm. and you could only take one album, one book, and uh, one movie, what would they be? Ooh, um, book. We'll start there because I don't read much. Um, <laughs> uh, book. Um, da, da, da. We'll come back to that one. Um, movie, movie, uh, we'll go with, I guess, Heat, Heat, have you seen Heat? Is that the, de- uh, Robert De Niro and Pacino, Pacino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you watch Heat and they're coming out of the bank, um, that, that scene, that they, the, they're coming out of the bank, that's the, um, that was trained by, uh, an ex-SAS. So those are, you know, when I was talking to you about the pepper potting, yes, um, we we actually train that. So that those, those oh, are okay. all proper drills, yeah, and those are all proper like stoppages. Yeah. The stoppages, you know, you run out of ammo, you yeah. take a knee, yeah, uh, change mag, yeah. Um, those are all good drills. Um, so yeah, I, Heat's kind of one of those movies where you just flick straight to the scene. So. <laughs> I'll be, it's all, it always happens to be when you're on a flight, international yeah, flight. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, cool, hey, just go watch the, the bank robbery scene. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, those are really good drills if, if you're, you're training for urban warfare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch the movie, hey. Uh, album, album, uh, whew, that's a hard one, but I will go with um, Nas or Matic. Matic. Putting the pressure on you, but the book. Ah, uh, the book. Um, oh, uh, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, to be honest, I don't. Don't <laughs> read wrong. much. I I do have a few books, but I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you uh, I, really I just read the Stephen Adams book. Yeah. And man, I was, oh, I'm so impressed. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I didn't wasn't really that interested in the basketball stuff. Yeah. But I was more interested in reading about him growing up and his work yep. ethic and um, I would highly recommend having a read or my next one's the Mark Hunt, Mark Hunt book apparently yep. that's amazing yeah and I, I think you've also talked about legacy right oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have legacy on, uh, on a PDF on my yep. phone so you got to read that man it. yeah I'll get to it yeah. um, but the Stephen Adams um, yep. book yep. that was written um, by 
Because you know the Chapmans, eh? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, she, she uh, Leo, not Leo, um, Bernard's sister. Yeah, so younger sister. Yeah. Bernard's younger sister, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did not yeah. know that. Okay. One of the younger sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. On Karori. Yeah, yeah. Karori family. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look, he's, um, it's funny, because, like, I, you watch, um, all the stuff on TV about American football players and basketball players and what they spend their money on and and there's Stephen Adams who comes home to New Zealand every year and he's still wearing the same camouflage jacket, the same hoodie, wearing jandals and socks around yeah. town. Like, yeah. he's just none other. Like he's, yeah, you, you kind of just see him randomly walking yeah. down like Cuba. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did a bit of training down at Powerhouse back in, I think, 2015 or 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's the... Uh, just see him walking down and it's, you know. Humble guy. Yeah. Hey, mate, if, um, I'll chuck some, some, some details out, but if anyone wanted to get in touch with you or probably want to ask you some questions, we can tee that up. Yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, pop us an email, uh, nulfilo at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, or you can put, uh, just a DM on, uh, on IG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New underscore <laughs> feel of yeah, yeah, the yeah. DMs, but he's got a missus. <laughs> hey man, thanks so much for coming on. Like, you know, I asked the question about who inspires you, and you said you inspire yourself. The cool thing is that you actually inspire heaps of other people now, and that's you know, internally for you, it's probably hard to understand, but you've given other people the motivation and people having their shit times by looking at what you've done and where you've come from, and that's that must be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, I think it's important um, that, um, like, for Invictus Games, um, closing ceremony, like, ceremony last year, Harry got up and um, he just said, you know, we, we have a role now to, to, um, to advertise the Games and, and, and educate people on um, mental health. And um, what that does is it just inspires people. So it, you don't have to be inspired to to do sport you know you you can be inspired in different ways and um it's just you know being an office worker um you can just have a good day just by um having a a watch of the uh, invictus games because it's really humbling and um you know you see people with no limbs so no arms no legs swimming and uh, um that 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 will um inspire so um, the, the platform that I have now, um, it, it's, um, yeah, so I, I understand I have a role to, um, to, to advertise and, and educate people, give awareness to um, mental health. So you've got big shoulders, mate, so you're carrying it well. Sweet man. Thanks for having me, bro. Perfect. Thank you very much. Awesome. And uh, all the best in Vickers Games. We'll catch up. Awesome. We'll do a, a part two post in Vickers Games. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Thanks for listening to the Davey Togger Show. Don't forget to subscribe. Cheap, bro.